0: matters
1: anymore we're here though so that matters yo what
0: i'm gonna say this right fucking now today's episode is full of trigger warnings yeah. trigger warnings trigger warnings Ch- so many
1: trigger i feel like as
0: every episode but specifically this episode we're gonna be on some hannah baker status shit so if that ain't your bag
1: mosey on along mm-hmm. i will be clearing my throat right now <clears> throat>
0: and every three
1: seconds after this you need yeah you need zyrtec d or something you gotta okay. mucinex i feel that, like someone up.
0: needs to stick a suction thingy in my throat and just oh
1: no okay <laughs> that's literally like making my skin crawl <laughs>
0: yeah you should hear See? it when it's coming from the icu oh that's nice. no yeah. um
1: if you're new here God, Welcome to the not. disgusting, moist, I sucky hope this show. Isn't your introduction. Uh, I'm
0: so sorry.
1: If it well, this is why we're called Wicked Awkward Massles because we just talk shit so, in a not cohesive way. So much caca. I need to change my shirt. While she changes her shirt, I will introduce ourselves. My name is Man. That over there, who is clearing her throat, is not DMX. Max. It's yeah. <laughs> Joe. And you can uh, find us on f- oh, FanBook, <laughs> Facebook, and Instagram at Wham Six One Seven. Every Wednesday, we come out with a new uh, episode of the podcast where we talk about music, movies, TV, and books. You know what? what? today because I, I always put up with your boobs i know but i, I i'm I'm like
0: extra uncomfortable today why is mm, a little extra self-conscious today Let's okay well
1: don't be. that looks comfy actually <sighs> it is the shirt hold old shit i wish i wasn't wearing a bra but
0: i, I mean you're more than welcome i don't to- like i don't
1: like it anymore I don't
0: like it i'm coining not coining i'm i'm stealing it from chris evans
1: i don't, don't like, like it. it i love that man um, all right, so let's get into this today. You have some things that are related that you're gonna like just go off on. Bro. So no, I-, I wanna what? give
0: you as much detail as I can before I go into my thoughts. Okay. Because I need to know your thoughts. Okay. Okay. Is this where we're starting? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, okay.
1: <clears throat> Unless so- you want me to tell my horror before, but I think this is more horrific. <laughs>
0: To be honest, I think it is. Yep. Okay. What do you remember about... Um, so this was back in, I think it was like... It was really popping. 2017. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> Everyone knows her as the girl who texted her boyfriend to suicide. Mm-hmm. All right? What do you remember from that?
1: Okay. Um, I remember she saying So they were like... I don't want to say besties but like dating mm-hmm. they were close in okay. other words um that he mm-hmm. chicken like he he kept saying that like he tried to commit suicide a few times and this time he was in his truck or car or whatever yeah, truck. with the carbon monoxide yep. and um he got out and she was like stop being a pussy get back in there How did she tell him that? Was it
0: via text or via phone call? Text. What do you remember? Text? Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. It was, yeah.
0: And then he got back in and he fucking died. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what you remember of that? Yeah. Do you remember anything being said about him and the
1: media's reds? In terms of what? <clears throat> like, the kind of person that he was? Um, I he- I just remember that he had attempted it before.
0: So we just that he Conrad was... as someone who had severe mental illness.
1: Yes. Okay. He was a sad man. And
0: Michelle... Was the psychopathic girlfriend who drove this man to suicide.
1: And sort of like made it seem like she was sad after. Okay. That she was like hurt.
0: I'm gonna start off by telling you that get back in your truck was never a text message. It was a fucking phone call. And the news made it seem like that's what she had texted.
1: Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Now <clears throat> I watched. So far, I think there's like four episodes available for the girl in Plain from Plainview on um, Plainville. Hulu. Plainville, from Hulu, right? On Hulu, sorry. And I don't know what I did or how I searched it that I stumbled upon "I Love You Now Die" on HBO. It is a two part documentary about this entire case. Mm-hmm. Okay, so <clears throat> Michelle and Conrad met in oh I want to say they went on vacation to Florida it, Yeah, and that's where they met and Plainview and where I cannot say the term.
1: Plainville. Sorry. <laughs> Think of me. Plainville. <laughs> you Ville. bitch. That's
0: not nice. <laughs> so um,
1: I'm evil in Plain. No. Plainville.
0: Who gives a flying <laughs> fuck? So wherever they were they lived an hour apart from each other i think michelle at the time was this was back in like 2012 2013 Mm -hmm. she was 17 and he was 18 right now i don't even know you know what i'm just gonna start with conrad his family was kind of in ruins his parents had just gotten divorced and it was an ugly fucking divorce it was really bad um, <clears throat> He goes by the nickname Coco. His dad goes by yeah, yeah, Coco. Yeah. So Coco had attempted suicide previously
2: mm-hmm.
0: by different means. It's something that circles his mind constantly. Um, And the second t- to last time that he tried it, he swallowed a whole bottle of Tylenol. Now, we get a lot of those cases.
1: There's a fucking something flying around me. Okay. Sorry. We
0: get a lot of that at the hospital. A lot of like Tylenol overdoses. Yeah. Now <clears throat> every time I see that I'm like oh you can't die from that. You're just gonna get severe liver failure which then you die from. hmm Right? So he scared the shit out of himself and he was like I'm never doing that again and he met Michelle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I don't, I don't know how to even shit went down between coco and his dad Mm -hmm. and his dad beat the shit out of him giving him a second degree concussion Mm -hmm. like his face was beat the fuck up all right so we meet michelle and um this is him i think out of rehab like he had just gone to rehab or something or or it was like very early on after they met and they had started texting and nothing had been serious until a little later on now from michelle's side According to the documentary, which I want to, I want to say that the documentary and the show, it is scary how word for word the TV show is to the shit that has either been said in interviews Mm -hmm. or in the text messages themselves.
1: Well, that's good because they're trying to be accurate and not just glorify it.
0: It's Mm -hmm. so fucking accurate. All right.
1: Also Elle Fanning. Amazing.
0: Yeah. Oh my god. I didn't As know. As Michelle? I didn't know.
1: How do you not know? I didn't
0: know that they were related. You didn't? No. They don't look alike. Dakota and her don't look alike to
1: me. No, they don't. No.
0: Somebody was like, they have like the same color. And I'm like, okay, so should they share the same color palette.
1: Yeah, that's and it. So does
0: half of the white no, population.
1: They don't look alike at they all. They don't.
0: She looks more like Nicole Kidman. In some yeah. photos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I was like, is there relations? But then I didn't know her name either. So anyways. um, <clears throat> So... Coco is someone who is severely depressed, severely anxious. Um, I'm going to try to not bounce around too much, but I feel like the documentary and the show go along so well together. It Mm -hmm. really should be like a thing. Mm -hmm. The boy who portrays Coco Mm. in the show, this man needs an award. Oh, yeah. Because there's a scene... In the show where he's just sitting in the steps and he's like kind of tapping his head. He's like, shut up, like talking to his own head. Mm -hmm. And you literally can see the turmoil in this man's face. The entire... Oh, sorry. The entirety of the show. And I'm just like, how... How are you okay after you step off a set? After going through some shit like that? So Coco the person in real life. Family issues are definitely there. He's got severe mental issues or or like emotional issues, whatever. Um, There's a lot of pressure on him to go back to school, Coco. Get a job, Coco. Get your captain's license, Coco. You need to be the better example for your sisters, Coco. A lot of pressure. Mm -hmm. Separate from all of that,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Michelle also suffers from severe mental disorders. Mm -hmm. Right? They had her on meds. Remember this. She mm-hmm. was on Prozac.
2: Mm, mm-hmm. okay.
0: Um, she was and I took notes because I was like I need to know who these people are as people and not just like as what the media told us. So they described her as very needy. She had an eating disorder. Yeah. She was desperate for attention all the time, mm-hmm. very lonely attention seeker, she had no real friends. Like there were friends that she would see in school and text outside of school and try to hang out and they were just like shooting her down because she was awkward. Mm-hmm. And they would tell her this and she's like I'm sorry, I'll try to be less awkward. Um so I think her family like the way that they were portrayed it's weird because when they talked about Coco in the documentary, his family was very much a presence. Hers wasn't. Like, they didn't really go in about her parents. Okay. So, the way that the media made it seem was that Coco was this very sweet, innocent, sensitive boy who had suicidal ideation that was very severe. And Michelle was this manipulative bitch who, to make herself feel better,
1: pushed this boy to suicide. Yeah, that's what it made it seem like. And that's why we're like, she's a monster.
0: Yes which they touch upon the whole making her like demonizing her,
1: which the news does all the fucking time. And
0: I love this because it was coming out of the mouth of a man. How since the beginning of time, women have been demonized Yep. and it comes from a very fundamental fear of women from men. Mm. For centuries, we have been the witches, the evil doers. If we're healers, we're still witches. Um, and I actually drove like it drove me into a conversation with Javi about what would happen if women came into power in this country. and I don't want to like make it seem like he was being misogynistic um, but I think the mentality that he has a lot of men have mm. and it's like well, women can't keep their emotions in check type of thing and i I even like based it lower to like sports, yeah. Who has the bigger fucking tantrums?
1: Men. Men do.
0: But they don't ever talk about that. But then Serena Williams has a meltdown. And then that's the talk Oh, for she's weeks. PMSing. Yes, of course. So we went into a whole discussion about that. But they, they go into like how easy it, e- it is to demonize a woman. Mm. To make her mm. seem so vile. Because, oh, well, they know how to manipulate. And they know how to lie. And they always have like different motives and all this shit so that's how they painted her to be honestly i believed it Mm -hmm. did you believe it because i did Mm
2: -hmm.
0: bro Mm -hmm. so we're going through the documentary and obviously the show shows you both sides Mm -hmm. well they try
2: Mm -hmm.
0: so but the documentary i feel like it's something better to lean on and they start going through the text messages she tried To help him in the beginning for a whole fucking year. She tried to be optimistic, Mm. go and get help, Coco, go to a therapist, try different meds, talk to someone. And yo, rest in peace. And I'm trying not to be disrespectful, but he was a fucking asshole. Really? He would text her out of nowhere after ignoring her and be like, fuck you, you stupid bitch. Why? To get her attention. Because then she would be like, why would you call me that? And they would get into this weird fucking fight. And then it would turn into him being like, no, I'm just kidding. What? Yes. Okay. I'm just kidding. It's like, oh, it's joking. Like, it's just kidding. And then they would get into this weird, like, word association game. And then it would turn into like, I love you. I love you back. It was very toxic.
1: That's what it, yeah. That's That's what I'm getting from what you're saying.
0: So Michelle had a according to Michelle, she had a a girl in her life who was her best friend that went kind of romantic and then the girl stopped talking to her. And the, sh- the people from the interview, the documentary, went and interviewed this girl and the girl said that that never fucking happened. Really? Yes.
1: She seemed like a liar. Er, yeah. So,
0: they pull all her friends mm. up to the stand to, like, confirm things and all of her friends said the same thing. She would want to hang out. We would always blow her off. She was weird. She was very needy. She was attention seeking. She told me at one point, she told one friend that she slept with Conrad. They didn't believe her. Mm -hmm. Then they told, she told another friend that Conrad raped her. Mm -hmm. And then she told someone else that she was still a virgin. Mm -hmm. Right?
1: Yep. A lot of lying going on.
0: Now the issue is this. Something switched in her head. Because from one day to the next... She went from trying to be helpful to being supportive,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? Now, well, why didn't she say anything? Why didn't she tell an adult? Why didn't she tell his parents? This is what happened. Someone who is needy for attention, just completely, she's honestly kind of pathetic, to be quite honest. Like, I hate saying it that way, but someone who's that needy for attention and love and desperate and lonely is very easily manipulated. Yes case in point stop it so coco i feel like also has a narcissistic very he has like he had a very narcissistic personality he was um always gaslighting her and the Mm -hmm. one thing he said to her was the only thing that will drive me to hate you is if you told anybody about what i'm telling you now someone who has no friends Mm -hmm. who's desperate for attention and is finally getting attention from someone, you're not going to want to let that go. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, um, there was this thing. Well, I'll bring that up later because I feel like it would be a little more shocking afterwards. But anyways, so something in her mind switched where she started to become supportive,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: started giving out methods and being like, Oh, don't worry. Like that's the part that, that media showed us like, her being like, I'll take care of your family, just do it. Are you doing it today? Are you doing it today? Are you doing yep. it today? That's all they showed us. They didn't show us a year prior to those messages. No. Okay. So at that point, he now becomes grateful to her. Oh my God, thank you for your support. Like, you're exactly this is exactly what I needed to hear. I appreciate you. I love you so much. I just know I'll feel better once I'm out. Like, like, done yeah. with this whole thing. Right? So she pushes him. The day comes. He's in the truck. He gets scared. No messages were sent out the last, like, two hours. So while he was in that truck, I think there were, like, two exchanges of phone calls that each lasted about 45 minutes. And it was in that phone call that Michelle stated to her friend months after he died that I could have saved him. He got out of his truck and I told him to get back in. That was the text message exchange. She never texted Coco to get back uh, in the truck. She supposedly called him. Now, this is when I start getting a little upset.
1: Okay, tell mm-hmm.
0: me. Okay. So, we're in court, and all this shit's coming up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> the people defending her is a defense, right?
2: Yeah. Yes. Okay.
0: So, the prosecution is trying to get her in for... um. Oh, I can't remember. I know she got like a sentence of involuntary manslaughter, but um, they were trying to get her in for murder, like homicide. Mm-hmm. So the defense made a good point after the sentencing. He's like, it's bullshit because every text message that she ever sent out between her and her friends was questioned as to how honest she was being. Mm-hmm. But the one message that nobody questioned was when she said. I told him to get back in the truck. They just took her word for that. Yeah. So they questioned or not she got raped by Coco. Mm -hmm. They questioned or not if she was being honest about anything else except for that one. That they took. Oh, well, she said it. So
1: she did it. Of course. Yeah. Right. Interesting.
0: Now, I understand that, oh, your honor, she wasn't there. They're just words. There was no threat. Blah, blah, blah. This was his doing. Do I think that Michelle Carter should have gone to jail? Absolutely. She did. She served 11 months. Is that enough? I don't think so. But I also think that the sentence of two and a half years, because it's what they gave her, I think that would have been good if she had just served the whole thing. Yeah. And after 15 months, she would have already served her sentence. So even if she had completed the 15 months, I would have been okay with that. Yeah. Okay. Because that's a long time. Well, well she was also in her 20s at this point cuz this mm-hmm. didn't even come to like conclusion until like 2017 2018. Mm-hmm. Now, yes, he had severe mental issues. Yes, he was suicidal. But did she push him? Was was that like his last straw? Absolutely. So, yes, she should be held accountable. Um a lot of people think that she shouldn't have, but like the defense was saying like she wasn't there. It wasn't gun to your head. You also didn't help the fucking situation. No. Okay. Michelle was completely delusional. And this is where I start to question if she should have gone to jail or not. So oh, while, tell. while you have Conrad, who is a real fucking human being having real fucking mental health issues, Yeah, you had Michelle living in a fantasy the whole fucking time a lot of the text messages exchanges between her and Conrad, or her and her friends or even the things that she would say to her family came directly quoted from glee
1: the show that's where that comes in okay
0: yeah so in the show When Corey died in real life and they Mm -hmm. did that whole thing. Yo, she was like, this is going to be my life. That attention that Leah Michelle is getting, that's what I want. And I don't think she realized in that moment that the cost for something like that was this boy's life. Mm -hmm. Because she wanted that attention so bad. She wanted that popularity so bad that her life became like a fucking episode of glee and i think that she was not in reality for most of that last part of her and conrad's relationship
1: wow okay yeah i i heard that that was a part of it but i was like how cuz she was so obsessed with the show yep
0: And then after Corey had um, died in the hotel, it became worse. And that's when, so they had a therapist come in and they looked at like the timeline and stuff. And, and the therapist went up there and he said that she was involuntarily intoxicated because Prozac can do that to you. Oh, right. So he tried to come at it from that angle. This is the therapist, right? So he's like, I think that she was involuntarily intoxicated. And then the defense was like, can you pinpoint when that happened? And he said, absolutely. July 2nd. Coco killed himself, I think, two weeks after that.
1: That's interesting.
0: Then she went from Prozac to Celexa.
1: Which is um,
0: also an antidepressant, right?
1: Yeah, because I, i that's what I did. That's what I have. Yeah. But so I, I feel like it's not a st- Drone. no but
0: he says that like she might have been like quote unquote like given to too much of a high dose on prozac and prozac really fucks with your head it does yeah so to go from that and then to celexa like you know well i even i know but it's like to wean off of a medication to get into another one you know what i mean like you can't just be on there's a reason why they don't put you on certain medications at the same time yeah and i feel like that's what like he was trying to get at but then someone else said that like involuntary intoxication isn't even a real thing. Not that it's not a real thing, but it's not like it's not like an outstanding like intoxication. Like it doesn't fuck you up that much. Yeah. But this is a fucking teenager on Prozac. Yeah. Your frontal lobe is not even fully developed,
1: which is crazy. Yes.
0: And they're putting you on these fucking crazy ass meds, right? So there's even an episode on the show where she's like walking down the street and I don't know if she's like watching Glee and this is after um no bullshit. This is is it after Coco died? It was like it did this weird thing. So the show does this thing that when there's text message exchanges between her and Coco, they're actually next to each other talking. So it's not just like you oh. see it like on a phone oh. screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like they're having a conversation. Mm-hmm. So there's this scene. Where she's like either watching an episode or listening, but she's walking down the street and Leah Michelle bre- breaks into song. And all of a sudden, it like the scene gets brighter and her clothes change and her hair changes and she mirrors Leah Michelle. And then Coco comes in as Corey. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how to say his last name. And it's like a scene from the show. And it's the both of them playing it out as the main characters. And she's in the middle of the fucking road having this fucking fantasy this whole time. Mm-hmm. So it's like. Did she did she kind of push him a little bit to commit suicide? What, like was that the because he said thank you for being so supportive? Like, is that the was she the last push for him to commit suicide? Yes. But how do we know that she wasn't having a complete mental fucking breakdown in the middle of all of that as well? Mm-hmm. But then the thing is, three days before Coco killed himself, she was telling her friends that he was missing
1: yes i do remember that right Mm -hmm.
0: and i feel like what puts her in the worst lighting is everything that happened afterwards
1: yes yep
0: right because there's scenes in the show where she's like sobbing to her friends her friends don't even know who this kid is Mm -hmm. her parents didn't even know who he was his parents didn't know who michelle was so she she's like sobbing to her friends about her guilt and i could have helped him and i tried and i don't know what to do with myself and then she would snap out of and be like help me pick something out to wear for the funeral
1: yes yes yep the courage yeah
0: and then you would see her in the mirror practicing the lines from glee and masking and trying to emote while leah michelle was emoting and it's just fucking bizarre yeah so Did she know what she was doing? I think to some degree she did, but I think that her delusion... Like, our mind is a powerful fucking thing. Mm -hmm. You literally can think yourself into pregnancy if you're convinced enough.
1: There was a CSI episode about that, yes.
0: Have full-blown symptoms and everything Mm -hmm. just because you believe it. Mm -hmm. So, she was so deep into her delusion. I don't think she realized what she was doing, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: but... I also think that after it happened, she took full blown advantage of that, and she became the grieving girlfriend yep. and
1: all this shit. So,
0: I I don't know
1: that actually, because I didn't. Again, I obviously I didn't know about any of that, like the disassociation, the the glee, the mirroring mm-hmm. of fictional stories, and that that hits that hits a, a mark with me because I think I actually told you on here like a while ago. That when I was in like preteens, early teens, I didn't have like any friends. Mm-hmm. And so I ha- I like made up a fake life in my head.
0: I think we all do that.
1: Yeah, I know. Obviously, I didn't act nothing out. Or no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't bring it into it's my like, real world. It's like
0: you go to school and you're living your school life, but then you come home and you literally fantasize a whole different life for yourself. Yeah.
1: And it's just a way to make it's yourself not go crazy. Yeah. It's a
0: coping mechanism. So
1: I, I, f- I feel that. Like, 100%. Like, now,
0: imagine that with, like, mental issues
1: times 12. Yeah, no.
0: And then you're on this strong-ass fucking medication. So
1: now I feel very differently.
0: Right? Yes. I, I want you to watch the documentary. Oh, I will so now. It's only two episodes. It's, like, two hours long on HBO. And if... I feel like you should watch it the way that I did. Like, watch the documentary and then watch the show. Because I started to watch the show and I immediately hated her.
1: Oh yeah yeah. And
0: and up until I watched the documentary, I still like and I'm not saying I like her, I dislike her. I don't know her, but it's like you're you're a fucking gross person because anybody else, like, can you imagine your delusion being so strong that you can't even snap out of it to be like, Holy fuck, like I need to call someone because this kid's about to kill himself. Yeah. Like you're sitting there egging him on to do it, just fucking do it, so that I can have my shining moment. Yeah. There was a text message that went out. She goes, are you going to tweet about it? And if you are, can it be about me? Oh, my
1: God. Yeah, I feel very differently about this now. It's insane. Because I only caught, like, two episodes of the show. Not Maybe not even. So it was the, it was the ones where it was, like, um, the Florida yes. time together. That was, like, the first. And episode. then the baseball thing. Oh, my God. So
0: his best friend at the funeral went up to his mom. And he was like, can I do a fundraiser for Coco? And Michelle heard it. And she's like, I would love to help you. I would be so honored. And the bitch took over. Yeah, she did. She did it in her hometown. And Mm -hmm. he was like, why would you do it there? Coco's not even from there. And we might not be able to get up there. And she goes, well, it's all paid for and stuff. And I don't know anybody down there to like make plans down there. So, And he's like, but I'm here. Yeah. And she took over completely. It was, like, yep. her friends and yep. family. Like...
1: Yeah, I remember the scene where she was, like, talking to his mom. Yeah. Coco's mom. And then she saw that, like, the baseball guys, the team, were taking photos. Oh, my God. And she was God. like, excuse me. And she runs over to, the, like, be in the middle of the photo. Yeah. I was like... It's super... Okay. And and you know what's really
0: strange is, like, I've always been someone who has been more comfortable keeping to
1: herself hundred percent yeah like
0: i'm i'm okay with just having a few friends i don't need a huge group of friends but every kid wants to fit in quality over quantity thank you every kid wants to fit in um but i never wanted to fit in to that extent mm-hmm. and i knew people who were like that and it is terrifying to wonder what the fuck was going on in your head and then she would like she would, ta- like, text her friend. There was one friend that was, like, extremely mean to her. Like, and honestly, it was just her being honest. Like, you're fucking weird and yeah. you awkward and you act different around me. And she would come around being like, I'm sorry. Like, I'll act differently, but please don't stop being my friend. Like,
1: Ooh. Yeah.
0: Like, it's sad, but it's also cringy.
1: It is, yeah. Yeah. I can. I feel that. I feel like I was her, but watered down.
0: Super watered down. Yeah. but Super it- watered down.
1: I think prozac made it a hundred like a hundred times worse yeah do we know anything about like where she is now like did it home she's been home is she still on prozac no she's i think had Selexa. she, she hadn't
0: they had moved her to celexa at some point yeah so she oh god so the verdict came so there was no jury it was just the yeah, judge yeah, yeah, right yeah and the judge said that she was wait i wrote this down Um yeah, she was on medication for suicidal ideation. Fuck. Yeah.
1: The brain is a very dangerous sensitive thing, problem, seriously. Idea. And it just it boggles my mind how it could either give you all these great things or it can completely just fuck you up. Absolutely. Okay. And it's all chemical. Yeah. Which is crazy. So
0: the sentencing came in two thousand and seventeen. It is all chemical. It's insane. It's it's, it's
1: even serial killers, so, it's all chemical.
0: Yeah oh god i think that's why it's so fucking fascinating it is it's like it's literally your brain like serial killers like when you're a true like sociopath psychopath that is just your reality your normal yeah they don't understand why we do things the way that we do yep because the way that they do things is the only thing that makes sense Mm
1: -hmm. it's a it's it's a it's like a a marriage of nature and nurture because yes it's your environment but it also has it like your your brain chemistry does fit I, in to i this. think a lot
0: of it is just it's 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 all it all stems from trauma and yes. how well a person can handle trauma
1: yeah and how the brain copes with exactly
0: it. so um so michelle back in 2017 was facing a a uh, max of 20 years in prison. Mm. Right. Uh, she was sentenced to two and a half years. And at 15 months, it was like a committed sentence and the rest would have been suspended. Mm. So the second that she was sentenced, they motioned for an appeal. Yes. And the judge was like, I knew you were going to do this. So basically you can go home until either the appeal is um, approved or denied. mm Now, this worried the prosecution because if the appeal took up until this year, she would have never served jail time. No. Um, But after like a year and a half, they denied it. And that's when she went in and she served 11 months.
1: But it's just like... And it's funny because I remember thinking at the time, that's it? Is this like white girl syndrome? I did the same thing. Yeah.
0: I did the same fuck... I literally said that when I saw that she only served 11 months. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yep. And then I started watching this show and I was like, I fucking hate this bitch. And then I watched the documentary and I was like, oh my god. They we were both psychotic. Yeah.
1: And it just gives you... That's why I love Doc so much is because they at least try to give you both sides Yeah. The- truth uh, like trying to and they're not trying to like make her out to look like something some docs do that but when they actually do it well
0: this one was pretty fair
1: yeah that's 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 how you know so
0: the guy who covered um who wrote about it on esquire he was in the doc oh, okay and he gave his very well thought out opinion on both michelle and conrad and I have to agree with everything that he had said. Mm. He's like, these are two delusional fucking people. It's and it was just not a good... It's just that he was so far into his suicidal ideation and she was so deep into her fantasy world that neither one of them could see out of it. And so I had written that they had bonded over the suicide and mental health issues that they had. Yeah. And when you do that, it's like two addicts bonding. Eventually yeah. you're going to use together mm-hmm. depending on where you are in your recovery. It's
1: a great... Symmetry. Yeah. So,
0: um Yeah, no, it's it said that they were just it, it I just I got so mad when I found out that he was being abusive mm. in their relationship. No, they didn't because they just wanted to make her look like she was fucking insane. I mean she was, but
1: um, Chemically speaking. Huh? Chemically speaking. Yeah. That's no, crazy. It's, it's
0: I was just in shock. I couldn't fucking believe what I was listening to. I I remember watching the show and just feeling so aggravated. And then, like all documentaries, the first episode is basically them explaining what we what we quote unquote know. And then the second episode was what actually fucking happened and how shit went down. Mm. And I was like, this is insane.
1: That's fucking crazy. An eye opener for sure.
0: Yeah. So I think the first epi the second episode is more like, "What was going on in the courtroom?"
1: Mm. And the
0: first episode, it was like the first half was
1: like, "What happened?"
0: Reiterating what happened, and yeah. then what was actually going on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh my god, this th- this is why I don't watch the news no more." Yep. This yep. is why. Mm-hmm. This I is- don't
1: trust anything I see on the news. I don't either. Not even the weather.
0: It'll be seventy five degrees today. No, I fucking won't. Yep. It's seventy three.
1: <laughs> you said it's sunny bitches partly sunny
0: yeah no yeah. i'm serious yeah. it's just like god damn man like and and it happens too with politics
1: um 100 percent.
0: fuck man yeah. Dude,
1: and it's it just, blows the mind yeah
0: i forget what oh the, when you were watching the bill cosby documentary and that fucking lady was like do not edit this i yeah. was like yo that is something that doesn't even cross our minds when we're watching shit. Mm-mm. So what also made it really funny was I, I, <laughs> I was watching a TikTok and it was a conversation happening. Oh God, I can't remember who was in part of the conference. I think it was Ray J mm. talking to someone else. And it's like, you don't notice in reality TV how much stuff is edited out. Yep. But in this particular clip, Ray J's hat in a matter of two minutes changed in f- to 15 different positions and they were not like, it wasn't,
1: um, linear, per- continuous. Yeah. There was no continuity continuity. There so it would
0: be like in the front and then he's like talking, right? Hat to the front and it switches the camera to the other guy receiving the information and it switches back and his hat's like
1: over there and yes. then it
0: switches back and it hat's like, and it's like not even there. And it's, I was just like,
1: yep. Uh, yep. Mhm. Nobody thinks about this.
0: No. Nobody thinks
1: about people. It. Only people in the biz.
0: They they literally pick and choose what words want to be said, and they they plug in this person's reaction. Mm-hmm. And that's not even what was fucking being
1: said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's all manipulation. It's all entertainment. <sighs> it's all storytelling in a bad way. I don't watch, I don't watch reality TV unless it's like parking wars or some shit.
0: Or like, you know, one of those like furnishings or homeowner thingies that makes me just feel bad. All I'm saying is pick better friends. Yep. And, and just watch what you say with your mouth.
1: Yep. And, you know, talk to somebody that's a professional that can actually help you.
0: Yo, yo, he refused. He went to rehab and he came out and he's like, I'm on my meds. I don't want to talk to anybody. And it's like, what is the What the fuck do you do at that point? And it's like if you push yeah you might send them off in the different in the and opposite direction, direction. D- yeah. yeah and it's just like what do you do I feel like at that point like and obviously I'm only 4 episodes in so I don't know what the family did but it's like how did you not get family counseling like mm. you went through a shit divorce he's obviously having troubles with both of his parents he's better with his mom but he's having trouble like why wouldn't you do family
1: counseling or you as a parent I think there's still a negative stigma with therapy, and I know it's getting better, but you're telling me in my culture we don't
0: believe in that shit. Mm-hmm. We don't even believe in doctors,
1: which is fucking
0: crazy. It is, yeah, it is. But it's like, oh, what's the doctor gonna do?
1: <laughs> He's got a degree.
0: Yeah, he could help you a little bit.
1: He knows, he knows a thing yeah. or two.
0: Yeah, my dad's like on high um, high blood pressure medication. He's like, I don't need that. And I'm like, clearly you fucking do, bitch.
1: That's that's kind of scary. Yeah.
0: God. Oh, my god, oh my god, I cannot
1: So, get. in other words, this was a good... Oh my god. Good ratings so overall? So good.
0: It was so good. I'm glad you so liked it. So fucking sad. Um, oh yeah. Just be weary when you go to watch it, but it's... It was... It definitely gave me information I had no idea I was fucking missing, and now I'm glad that I know it.
1: Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, because I, I think that's why I love Doc so much, is that you get way more insight into certain things that... I don't know. Like it like, just, and it presents it from a lot of different angles sometimes, yeah. depending on who and, they talk and to. And I'm not
0: saying that Conrad wasn't like a sweet boy. I'm sure that he fucking was. But when it came to this particular girl, he just wasn't. Yeah. He took out his anger and
1: frustration on her. Yeah, he did. So it's like, it, I know it's a whole thing. Um, I'm just, I'm just. I want to watch it a lot. Oh my, crazy! I hope you
0: really do because it's. I was like, so it's called um, on HBO. It's "I Love You Now Die," and then on Hulu, it's "The Girl from Plainville." Whatever, (laughs) whatever. And that is um, ongoing. So I think like episode five might be available today. Yeah. but I'm not sure when it airs I just know that there's definitely four episodes available as so of far. the point that this episode airs
1: yeah as of April tenth so yeah um yeah that's good i I also have something that's uh goes with the <laughs> demonic women and uh teenage angst
0: huh
1: what if, are the if if you're all set yeah um no, I'm, I'm,
0: I think I mean I could go on forever but yeah that's it's fine
1: um so I watched on Shudder, you know Shudder, it's a hit or miss sometimes. Oh, God damn. This Tell surprised me, this was me though. Hit. It was a hit. Ooh. Um we have it's called Hellbender. And it came out it said on Shudder this year, but on IMDB it says twenty twenty one, so within the past year. Okay. And um it's it is a real life mother and daughter. Um, but they're obviously actresses, so it's their mother and daughter in the movie and their mother and daughter in real life. So it was actually like a good, oh, a good match.
0: Okay. Uh, it is because I. I,
1: uh, and it all Anyway, so and it's funny, we never get the name of the mom. She's just referred to as mother here. And it's her daughter who's maybe like 14, 15 okay. in that range. Her name's Izzy and um, no known. They're not known at all. Um, the actresses. Yeah, the actress of the mom is Toby Poser, and her daughter is Zelda Adams. And Zelda looks like the female Finn Wolfhard, like one hundred percent. Um, yeah. Okay. It's it's so weird. Weird. Um, I'm trying to pull up a picture of her. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, like seriously, like the, sorry, the 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 lip. He has better jaw hair. and. Nose formation and face structure. I literally looked it up. I was like, are they related? But they're not. It's just, anyway. Um, so this movie takes place in like the, you know, like the, um, like bumfuck America, mm-hmm. but you're like in the mountains. So you're like not near anybody for miles. And it's probably the place where Bigfoot lives. Yep. All right. So, this is where this takes place. They have a nice house. This is where you get
0: snowed in for eight, nine months of the year. Yeah. Basically.
1: So, they live on this mountain, right? Just mother and daughter? Mother and daughter. We have no. Already, I don't believe it. Yep. (laughs) Stop (laughs) it. So, mother would always like leave. She'd be like, hey, I'm going to town. Do you need anything? She's like, no, I'm good. Three hour drive. And, well, not only that, the daughter never went because apparently she, she would tell the daughter that she had an immune disease and couldn't be around people already off to a bad start. Yeah. Well, not a bad start, but it's so weird because her mom, you see them eating like meals together, but the meals are literally consisting of twigs, pine cones, and leaves. No.
0: See, I told you this was a bad idea.
1: Yeah, but I was like, "What? Okay, this is interesting." And you're seeing mom, she's um in the woods. She will, like, put sticks together in formation, tying it with her hair, doing, like, cutting herself to put blood on it, incantation. So she has witchy things going on, Mom. What, what the fuck are and you And she'll doing? do it so that she can, like, see where her daughter is. Like, her daughter would draw out in the woods, just, like, be by the brook and color, or not color, just draw. How do you draw. find these things? I know, but I loved it. How do you um, my god. So, you're just seeing these things, and daughters like, why can't I go to town? I I just want to be around people. And so, she goes on a hike once and see, like, a guy comes in and he's like, hey, I got lost. Like, is 209 that way or whatever? And she's like, I don't know. Like, Uh I don't know. And he's like, hey, how old are you? Like, what school do you go to? She's like, well, I'm homeschooled. How old is this guy? Like, 50s. Ew. And he's like, oh, my niece goes to blah, blah, blah school. Her name's Amber. She lives on that mountain over there. And so it gets in her head like she wants friends. This girl is so lonely and her only friend is her mom, <sighs> right? And they it's actually kind of cool because they have a band together and it's called Hellbenders. And the daughter plays the drums and the mom is on bass. And this has great music. Like their songs are, mm-hmm. it's like Nirvana, but with a female singer. So it's very like angsty, broody, but also like alternative rock like that we love,
0: I, I'm so confused as to where all of this is going. I know, but I'm just oh saying, like, that's the
1: relationship. Okay, mom, like, swear is so honest with her daughter. Like, they I don't swear think together. They have a
0: fucking choice.
1: Yeah, it's just them against the world, right? So they have a really nice relationship. It's
0: like Rory and
1: Lorelai. Yeah, two But because this guy says, "Hey, do you know Amber?" It's in. It gets in Izzy's mind, like, "Hey, there's a girl nearby. Maybe I could be friends with her." Mm-hmm. Um, mom catches up to the uncle, and um. It, he was like, "I'm just lost, whatever." And she's like, "Okay, fine, I'll show you." But she brings him farther away, and Izzy walks off, and Mom ends up here. We go lifting him with her powers or whatever. Oh, she's like a real witch. Oh yeah, and then she like literally like disintegrates him. Okay. So daddy's dead. I mean uncle's dead. Okay, and uh, you see her just like take a little bit of his blood and like taste it, and she like does this whole like it, like it's pleasurable for her. I was like, okay, mama, what you doing? I don't know where this is I know. (laughs) So Izzy ends up like taking a really big walk towards where that girl Amber lives. And she finds like this really nice house with a nice pool. And she's being really awkward and really weird. But Amber's like, whatever, we'll hang out. And they hung out. They swam. Like they're just telling each other their weird stories. They become friends, basically. Hmm. And so she'll sneak off, hang out with Amber because her mom does not want her around people. Cause she's quote unquote sick. Yes, your children are allowed upstairs. Oh I'm God. sorry. Um, so I'm just gonna pull up my notes here. And and she ends up finding out that she's going to see her like her friends. And like Amber invites her friends over, they have like a cool time. Izzy plays the drums for them, and it's just like four of them. You know, yeah. it's not like a big house party. Mm-hmm. And but this like one of the guys is there and he's like, Hey, let's do shots with it was like some It was a game, but I forget what what, it was like with a worm where like he puts a worm in one cup and then he puts tequila in the four and then he like switches them up and then he hands them out and whoever gets the worm, quote unquote, loses, but they still have to drink it with the live worm in it. Gross. So up until this point, Izzy's a vegetarian, right? All they eat is twigs, literally pine cones, plants. I think
0: I see where this is going. Yeah.
1: So she gets the worm.
0: Oh God!
1: And she, she ingests the flesh. live worm. She tastes flesh and blood, and she starts almost like getting high. Oh, like no, like she she's like feeling something, and then she's like going home, and she she's feeling all these things, you know. And she's Mama starts weak. seeing dead carcasses like around, and she was like, "Fuck!"
0: Oh no! Oh God!
1: So she ends up telling you know they have the conversation. You know, like this is our. Oh, oh. We have family blood, they, like our blood. We have this witchy, witchy vibes, one hundred percent. And so she like tells her daughter that it's all about the blood, but this is why. But her daughter's upset. She's like, "You told me I was sick and I can't be around people." And she's like, "Well, you can't be around people. You're gonna, you're dangerous to them." Like,
0: but if you had told me that, then I really would have stayed the
1: fuck away. Right, but she didn't because she wanted to keep her safe. Right, it's the whole. So I said it was like. Um, a great metaphor for sheltering your kids, yeah. like from the world. Yeah. Because the more you take them away, they're more going to push and rebel against you yeah. and do the opposite. So, mom realizes that she's losing control of her daughter because she's, she like, she just kills all these carcasses and she ends up killing, like, um, one of the kids, the homeowners, like because one of the homeowners had come home, and I guess it wasn't Amber's house; it was some rich people, and she was squatting and just using their pool. So after the party, they were like, "Oh my god, the homeowner's are on run!" So the homeowner was following them, and she ended up killing him. So she, like, she's already got human taste, man. Like she's got like a an vampire, yeah. And so mom has a secret room in the house, <gasps> and it's cool because the the <laughs> sigil that she makes, she put on the wall, on the door. And when she puts her hand on it, the key pops through her hand. Excuse
0: me, I what? have a question. Um, All this blood sacrifice shit that mom's doing and the sigils with the secret doors, she never knew? Izzy never knew? No. Sh- no. Wow, mom, we're yeah. gonna be transparent and yeah, honest. Yeah, exactly. You fucking bitch.
1: Exactly. Oh my God, I hate this lady. So, so Izzy. Did the same thing, right? She got the key, she went in, and there's like the witch book, basically like a tell-all. You
0: can't tell me that mom wasn't a little bit excited.
1: Mm, I could tell a little bit. So, but it's funny because she'll—I don't know what the book was, because mom would put her hand on it and would like give her—I want to say like visions of a possible future, maybe. I fucking wish that would have been helpful in school. Cinematography <laughs> was <so> <laughs> <laughs> cinematography was like in, like interesting, okay. like it was very well done for. Uh, an obvious low budget movie Mm -hmm. very well done and so daughter learns that she can do that too and she ends up taking the book and when mom has these like visions the daughter can pop in she's like hey mom let me tell you a little story and she did this really interesting she was like you know a wolf grew up and wanted to be a lamb so bad so she became a lamb and then had a daughter that she raised to be a lamb, but she was really a wolf. And so the wolf ate that lamb. <gasps> so it was basically like, like daughter is like getting strong and she's like, fuck you, mom, right? Um, so she ends up... Full of
0: metaphors. Oh,
1: full. Oh chalk my full. God. But it's in like, it's it's in an alternative witchy vibe that's 100% us. Okay,
0: I might have to watch this. You
1: might have to. Um, just because I'd be curious what you think. Because at first I was like, was it good? Yeah, yeah it was good. Oh. <sighs> You were yeah. left in that space. Yeah. So, because I gave it like a seven out of ten, hundred percent. It was, if you're, if you like witchy vibes, yeah, it's you're gonna like it. Is it like the
0: craft witchy vibes, or like, I can't think of the other one.
1: It's more bloody than that. It's bloodier than the craft. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. It feels more real because in the very beginning they showed, like during this. I don't, I don't want to say, like, which trial era? What was that, 1600s? Yeah. Um, they saw, they, like, showed, like, a woman getting hung, but she didn't die. They, like, stabbed her and shot her. She didn't die. And she, like, yeah. she was she only died when her daughter went up and stabbed her, and the mom, oh. like, shot up into flames. So the only way for her to die, the mom, is if the daughter were to kill her. However, there's a twist that they procreate when they kill their mom. They're like a as- like asexual. What's that supposed to mean? Meaning, like you kill you your mom, but then you become a mom, and she could kill you. Oh god! It's like a vicious cycle. Oh, so god. So I see. she finally confronts her mom. Like in the end, she has Amber. She's like gonna kill her, and mom is trying to save this poor girl. And she's like, "You think I'm gonna kill you, mom? No." Because then I'm just going to start to cycle all over again. So she basically like keeps mom alive, but she's like almost becoming stronger than her mom because she's tasting more blood. Her mom doesn't taste a lot of blood. Oh, she sticks to animals because she's trying to like keep herself in human. Yeah. And the daughter isn't. She's having fun with it. She's like, mom, I was born with teeth and claws. Like, this is me. And so she's like embracing it.
0: You know, when I was Love going it. through my emo phase, that's not what I thought. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh but I highly recommend oh, I like IMDb gives it like a five point nine out course. of ten. But it's low budget. It's a cool witchy story, some good alternative vibes. I was there for it. Okay. I was there for it. So you should watch that. I, I have one more. I really but
0: didn't know where the fuck you were going. With I know any of that. I
1: know. I didn't know where it was going either. Oh man. Okay, yeah. Shutter, I see you. Yeah, but What's Shutter, that? I don't see you because <laughs> the next one I'm going to talk about.
0: Oh come on. Was. <laughs> you kept going on Shutter. That's why you were like, "This was good." Let me watch something else. Sorry.
1: You you have to wake up.
0: Um. Yeah. Usually for work. Oh. Uh, oh, I can turn off my lights. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off for two weeks, bitch. Nice.
1: All right. So before we go, let yes. me just really quickly. There's another tell movie in Shutter that I did not like, so I'm gonna tell you about it so that you don't watch it. Um, it's called They Live in the Gray, and I was like, ooh, spooky ghosts. I'm here for it. Nope. Um, just- and it's it's basically about a mom and a husband. Um, and she ends up losing her son. He ends up dying natural causes, and they go their separate ways like there's a lot of turmoil she's very sad she's also a dcyf agent and or cps and uh she has this case where she's called to a house with this girl um and girls maybe like eight nine mm-hmm. and she has like bruises on her and she would always say like oh i fell off my skateboard nah, bullshit so she goes to this house. obviously she's interviewing the family she's interviewing her and but you're seeing that like mom can see ghosts like, you could see it back at her house. She would sleep in a closet because, like, all these ghosts would just, like, haunt her. And it was always, like, aggressive, you know? Mm-hmm. And so she was scared of them. She would always hide in the closet and sleep in the closet. Her son would haunt her. So she goes to this house. That's creepy. She, sent, she sees things and she's like, wait. Are you, you... Do you have abusive parents or are you living with a ghost that's hurting you? Oh, I see. So, come to find out... It's the ghost. The ghosty. Yeah, but you're seeing the ghost like pulling this little girl into the closet and like shoving a wardrobe in front of it. So you're like, oh shit, this ghost is after her, and it's a female ghost, and mom and dad are not having a good time with it. But as it goes on, you come to find out that the female ghost was not hurting the girl. She was protecting her from her mama. Oh my god, who is a psycho and was like in the end she was like gonna kill her kid like it was a whole thing Which Like it was why like,
0: CPS was involved in the first place yeah but we probably be, should have put that together yeah
1: but uh, the reason why it was terrible <laughs> is cause our main character I don't even remember her fucking name she was like Anna Ferris in Scary Movie where she would like op- she had like her mouth open and would exaggerate breathing to be scared with her hands in the hair like <gasps> <sighs> like <laughs> you know what I'm talking about
0: she like <gasps> Like back in the 70s yeah. and shit. And I was like, oh what are
1: you doing? <laughs> like, this is too much right now. So that was like, it Was threw it one of those days off. where it's like, I don't know if I should be entertained or laughing? Yeah. Oh, and so, but also the cinematography was like weird choices. Because the, the mom, who was being the abuser, but we didn't know at the time, and our main character were just talking in the living room. And the camera would be like below them, shooting up almost under the chin. And it was just, like, a weird angle. I always wonder
0: if, like, the people who make movies for Shutter or just those types of, like, am I missing something? Yeah. I feel like I'm missing something. Like, I feel like I'm missing a piece of information yeah. that I, I feel like probably should have been introduced at the beginning of the yeah. movie.
1: And then, like, there was another weird one where, she, like, our main character was walking up the stairs really slowly. I was like, why are we on this for, like, more than two seconds? And it was almost like it was shooting up her skirt because it was, like, wicked low. Watching her walk up, and I was like, "Like, at what that is this point, angle?"
0: At that point, I would wonder, "Who am I as the camera?" Yeah, who am I? Like, am Nobody. I a ghost? No. Oh God.
1: Um, and then so it was just like, like I said, like the upskirt shot. It was just like a long sequence. Like it, it showed her walking up the whole Ascending stairs. Ascending to what? And I was like, just the upstairs bedrooms. Like, and I was like, why? I feel like... This could have been a quick shot of her walking up the stairs. Why are we lingering?
0: So because I question if I'm missing something, I feel like I'm too dumb to watch these movies sometimes. Well, what so I was like...
1: The, uh, like but what's no, the because metaphor it, that it leaves no here? thoughts.
0: Like, it, it's brainless. Is it, though? Because this is where people would be like, it's a cult classic. What does no, that mean? No. What does that mean?
1: I don't know.
2: I
0: don't know. It's like that movie that i watched that uh james franco recreated the really weird oh one. yeah like people are like it's a cult like the original it's a cult classic and i'm just like why because it was so fucking weird
1: maybe it was like so bizarre and that it's it like, was like it's good
0: like, it's it's your own hidden meanings that you won't share with the rest of us so we can get it because if you're smart enough you'll understand
1: yeah No, this one, I just felt like it was so two-dimensional. Like, oh, there's a ghost and it might be hurting the girl, but it's really protecting the girl because mom is insane.
0: I kind of like that,
1: though. Yeah, but they didn't really present it well. They really didn't. Nice try.
2: Yeah. Oh, my God. So I gave
1: it, like, a four out of (laughs) ten. Like, bad. So don't watch that one. That's not a lowest rating. Really? Just go watch Hellbender. (laughs) Oh, and then watch The Seed. (laughs) Oh, seriously. Oh, my God. That's a good, bad one. Fucking shutter man yeah but then you showed me vicious fun vicious fight what was it the one with the serial killer club yeah i want to watch that like tonight i want to watch it too because that actually looks fucking good yeah yeah so that's that's another could be a shutter win you know why
0: i found that so intriguing because irl serial killers do communicate oh fuck yeah and I'm just like, what does that look like? What does your chat look like?
2: Mm-hmm. Decapitated mm-hmm. and
0: slept their insides through their throat. Home. And they're like, yes, oh my
1: god, taking down oh, notes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I
0: always like to dispose in the cesspool on the back of the barn.
1: <laughs> you had to do a southern accent for I'm that sorry, one. I that. Oh my god! Yes, but yes, yeah. Oh god! No, that does look good. Yeah. Oh, so I'm I guess that's it for us. This week.
0: You know, I thought this was going to be longer, but I'm excited.
1: We're on time.
0: All right, guys. I go to Disney World this week. (laughs) The kids don't know. The kids don't know. How are you going to tell them? I'm not going to. What do you mean? I'm not going to. We're going to get on this plane and they're not going to know. And we're going to get there and they're still not going to know
1: until we get to the petty gates of Disney World. So what are you going to say that you're going? You're just going on vacation?
0: Yeah. I'm going to say, oh, yeah, we're going to go to Florida to see your uncles. And your grandma is going to be there. Okay. Kane's texting me from upstairs. He probably wants to come down.
1: All right. Well, we'll end it there oh, then. Man. All right. Peace out, y'all. Bye guys. Have fun. Be safe. Choose better friends. <laughs> <laughs>